0: Red Pill Retirement Podcast, where we give you the raw, unfiltered truth about retirement planning in the modern age. Pensions and 401ks are quickly becoming a thing of the past, so we're here to share resources and recommendations that will help you create the retirement lifestyle you've always dreamed of. If you're ready to take control of your financial future, we're here to help. Let's get started. I'm your host, Ryan Cowden, and this week we're joined by Ian Bond from redpillretirement.com. In this episode of the Red Pill Retirement Podcast, Ian and I discuss the final questions you should be considering before you buy an online business. For people who are interested in buying online businesses, it can be hard to know when you're finally ready to commit and make your first purchase. There is a seemingly endless number of questions to ask and decisions to make, and it can be hard to know when you're prepared enough to act. Today, we're talking about the questions and self-assessments you should be considering as you move towards a final decision. We also talk about seeking success and the fact that you never fully know until you jump in and try. In this episode, you'll hear what you need to keep in mind as you make this decision, including your desired end state and monetization plan, self-assessment advice, how understanding your personality type, skills, and interests should inform your decision, and the need to commit when the time is right. You'll never know everything, and you may never feel fully prepared, but if you have a good team of advisors around you and have asked all the right questions, you are as ready as you'll ever be. There's a lot of actionable advice in this episode, so grab something to write with because you're going to want to take notes. As always, I'll be back on the other side to wrap up any loose ends. So, without any further ado, here's my conversation with Ian Bond. All right, Ian. Welcome back to the podcast. How you been recently?
1: Uh, Ryan, never better. Great to great to hear your voice again and see yeah. you again too. Yeah. You know, now that we do these in video, last uh, few podcasts ago, we couldn't get the video to work. I, don't I know it's <laughs> all on my end here. So my it's apologies. Good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Good to see you.
0: Yeah. Well, um, we're diving into a really interesting um, topic today. We're looking yeah. at um, you know websites and kind of that that decision point, you know, when, when do you really know that you're, you're ready to pull the trigger and what should you be considering at at that stage in the, in the game? So something you have a lot of experience with.
1: (laughs) Well, I went through the soul searching and I've described it before. We've talked a little bit about it on the podcast. Uh Um, Just to remind people um, I became convinced through my professional Uh, analysis that website investing was an incredibly attractive opportunity. Mm -hmm. At 58 years old, my biggest fear was the tech fear. Could I crack that or would I lose every penny I invested immediately? I put down 53 deposits on websites with one website broker alone. (laughs) And, 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 my bookkeeper nearly fired me because the money was going back and forth every time I canceled my deposit. Hmm. And so, yeah, I have a lot of experience with the soul searching. So I wrote a blog piece that talks about, um, you know, how you might think about a framework to get there. Okay. Okay. So how might you do that now? uh, Maybe we can, you know, maybe we ask me uh, what you think the relevant questions are to unpack that. Um, and be you know fire away.
0: Sure. Well, I think one of the good places to to start is one of the things that you mentioned is having an end goal in mind. So, what's kind yeah. of your desired end state? And that's probably going to look different for different people. But uh, how did you go about figuring out what your end state was going to look like?
1: You know, um, obviously, you know the old Stephen Covey: start with the end in mind. Yeah. Comes comes you know, to the forefront. When you think about this, mm-hmm. you don't want to do something that you're going to be horribly, um, unhappy with, you know, I'll just give you a, for instance, you know, I've been a, have uh, been in sales my whole life. Mm-hmm. And so we, we decided to, to do uh, physical goods e-commerce that has a big customer service component mm-hmm. that works. And, and also you have the supplier relationships. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, and so consequently the, um, you know, the, the, uh, you know, it didn't, didn't you know, threaten us. In fact, it was attractive to me mm-hmm. to kind of bring my skills and experience to bear on that other people would make a totally different decision because they want nothing to do with them. And I know people mm-hmm. like that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, people that, that like to do analytical things and want nothing to do with human interaction, you know? Um, That wouldn't be me. That would make me unhappy. I, I, I enjoy what we're doing right now. So I think you have to start with, you know, kind of like if, if I end up succeeding in this, what's it look like? You know, so, Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, obviously we're all, uh, here to make money for one reason or another. I am late career, uh, professional and I'm here to make money to finance a something beyond you know, this career, uh, that, you know, that excites me and, sure. and, uh, that can support my family. And, okay. and so, you know, there's certainly a monetary component, but you have to also think, you know, will you, do you want to go into the coal mine every day or whatever it is? <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Right. Um, great. Well, another thing that you mentioned is kind of having some framework of a monetization yeah. strategy yeah. You know, and you want, you kind of want that peace in mind and
1: um, yeah, so two yeah. two two things I would point out there. In um, the in the in the in the piece that we wrote, we talked. I, I leaned heavily on Tom Corley from Rich Habits, and if you just um, uh, if you just um, Google Tom Corley, uh, Rich Habits, he has a wonderful blog. He did a study of wealthy people and what the habits are of the wealthy hmm. and how they um, you know what they do that's different than normal people. And so, um, he has a framework where he says, um, take expert knowledge, develop advanced skills, and then the way to achieve success is by, you gotta do it. Okay. Okay. So the big question is how do you push yourself to get to that next level? Now, you know, I've ex- uh, articulated, uh, uh, and explained on, on this podcast that, you know, I shamed myself into it because i put all those uh, deposits down. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you a story. Before we moved over here, we went on a family vacation to uh, Connecticut, rented a house. House came with a couple of bikes. My kids were nine and five at the time and both wanted to learn how to ride bikes. They're city kids, so we didn't have (laughs) bikes in the city. One kid's a daredevil. One kid's incredibly cautious. Girl is older. Boy is younger. Boy is more cautious, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, But... You know, on either end of the bike trip uh, at the beginning, there was mom or dad on one end and mom or dad on the other end, you know, expanding the distance between each other uh, as we taught our kids how to ride bikes. And after, you know, the long weekend or the week that we were there, uh, both kids were riding bikes um, at the park around the tennis court. You know, almost, you know, uh, unendingly, I mean, come on, it's time to go home kind of thing, you know, and you know, overjoyed to have learned it. How did they get there? They Mm -hmm. had mom and dad continuing to move the goalpost or move the, you know, the the, the, uh, uh, distance further and further apart. I would tell you that I think it's the same thing in terms of uh, that achieving success component is the same thing. You need to try to lean on uh, other third parties, other you know other uh, telltale signs, any any kind of uh, framework that you can develop that tells you that you're ready. In my own investing uh, experience, I basically shamed myself into it and made a tuition deposit on what I call the university of the internet to say, look, I can afford to lose this. I really think it's going to work. I've done as much work as I possibly can time to pony up and and try it.
0: Okay. So would you say that you, you, you mentioned two personality types, you got the daredevil and the cautious, which one are you?
1: uh i was overly cautious you were overly cautious yeah, okay yeah yeah i was i you know i was 58 years old investing in websites i'm not a tech guy okay so you know i manage tech guys yeah okay. I said, no no i'm you know at work i have tech people reporting to me we manage big projects i manage major transformational technology projects i understand the the, the moving parts and you know if there was one thing that i underestimated it was, I could do that, I could take exactly those skills, and with the pool of outsourced workers I have access to, I could literally recreate that. I really thought I was gonna to have to do more myself, and I'm incredibly positively surprised that the opposite is true.
0: Okay, so let's kind of talk that through. It sounds like an important step here is self-assessment, that people need to kind of figure out you know, what type of personality they have yeah. as they get into yeah. this. Uh, what's what do the daredevils need to keep in mind, and then what do the cautious people need to keep in mind? Is if you're just getting started,
1: um, I've talked about this before, but I think that in any website investment, there is an activity chain that okay. you need to think about how you're going to solve. The activity chain are are the activities that you need to succeed um, in that endeavor. So if you take physical goods, e-commerce, there are supplier relations, there's the website stuff, and then there's the customer service, customer support. And so we thought, I thought really hard about that activity chain, and that didn't scare me. Now, um, it scared me a lot when I looked at content sites, which I think the activity chain is very different. There's keyword research. And there is backlinking, and there's PBN strategies. And there's a bunch of stuff that didn't appeal to me mm-hmm. that I knew I wouldn't you know excel at and didn't have any immediate um, thing that I could bring to bear on it. Whereas having been in sales my whole life mm-hmm. uh, and being an online shopper, um, I felt like I could actually um, uh, discern value on the internet in terms of the sites, discern how I could add value to the customer experience. And as I've said before, I think to a certain extent, physical goods e-commerce is a little bit like real estate. For most people, it's fairly intuitive. And so, you know, I got comfortable with that activity chain is the long the short answer to your question, Ryan.
0: Okay. So people need to find something that they're going to enjoy kind of yeah. the daily tasks. It's going to kind of fall within their skill set
1: break it down into what you need to succeed and look at how figure out how you're going to handle that component Now okay. the middle component that web stuff I mentioned mm-hmm. we outsource all that we don't do that we have you know okay. um, uh, the beautiful thing is that the, the bulk of um, um, the websites that are available today, particularly in the e-commerce world but also in the content world, Run on standardized platforms, and there's all kinds of workers you can hire to do that stuff. Hmm. And so, you know, whether you know, your e commerce site runs on Shopify or Big Commerce, there are developers that you hire. All you have to do is tell them what you want. You have to be very prescriptive on what you want, but they'll do it. And they do it really, really cheaply. I mean, when I say cheaply four, five, six, eight bucks an hour cheap. Oh, wow. um, yeah. And, and, you know, and they work you know, ungodly hours. I mean, lots of hours. Um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's this incredible pool of talent and I have to tell you, you know, um, you know, I think the, the reality is that, you know, um, that most people here probably have an idea that if they, but you know, they just need to figure out how they can leverage that pool of talent out there Mm -hmm. in order to, you know, best help them achieve their goal. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, you mentioned this, this kind of chain of working through the Tom Corley method of um, analyzing what are your expert knowledge, what you're, where, you're, where that lies. Um, yeah. it is, does that need to fall within any specific sphere or is it just kind of, uh, what are those expert skills look like that people are self-assessing for?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, you know, look, I think, my, I, I think what I identified for myself was, you know, I'm kind of a people person. I've been in sales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that I can have a conversation with someone. I can think on my feet. I enjoy it; it doesn't repulse me. I look forward to it. I know, conversely, that doing keyword research and being in a, inside a spreadsheet all day is not going to, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, get me up in the morning. Okay. You know, I don't think I don't think it's I don't think you have to do go to twenty three and me and get your DNA tested. I think it's just mm-hmm. stuff where it's you know. You know, some fairly easy questions. Okay. Um, you get to those questions by doing what I said about developing the activity chain and really thinking hard about what it takes to succeed okay you know, in in the in the monetization model that you choose. okay so
0: Makes there's sense the know, so. yeah, absolutely. so there's the activity chain, there's the monetization model, there's kind of your um, expert knowledge. Is there a point where people need to start thinking about developing certain advanced skills or or is it more yes. That, okay.
1: Yes. So yeah. the activity chain then tells you what you need to succeed. Some of those gaps, some of those things you can do yourself mm-hmm. with honing your skill set. Okay. Right. You can learn, you know, let's just say one of the key components um and we mentioned this before you know, is traffic to a website. You can you can understand uh, very easily what the what the the, um, the the what what the way to succeed in getting traffic to your website is, both through organic means and through paid traffic. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to be the person that does that. But you need to be able to understand it well enough to manage someone that can do that and evaluate whether or not they're doing a good job. So I'm not, you know, involved in the um, paid traffic campaigns other than to evaluate and to 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 you know stay on top of the trends and to probe where I think that there are gaps. And you know, uh, uh, you know, success is obviously. Uh, you know, how well you're succeeding is obviously a great guidepost. But anyways, long long story short, there is that little gap that you're going to need to fill. You know, you can't hire a professional or an outsourced worker without being able to speak to them, you know, like you do at your job to someone that you're going to put on a task. You've got to be prescriptive. You've got to know what you want. The worst thing uh, is particularly to hire a VA and not to have a procedure or not to have something very prescriptive because what you'll get back hmm. will look very different than maybe what you had in mind. Okay. Most certainly it'll be very, very different. So that's the advantage When I think of advanced skills, I think of developing, um, uh, you know, filling the gaps on where you're at and where you need to be. Let me give you a great example. My wife is wonderful. At being incredibly prescriptive, she's very linear. So she thinks mm. about how a uh, a worker needs to do what we need them to do on you know any given pro- process or procedure. And then you know she actually literally records in 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 software screenshots that show them what to do. And our people love that; they just love it. Mm.
0: Well, works okay. out really great. That's great, and uh, it's great that you and your wife kind of have a team team dynamic too. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, yeah, I mean, it's worked yeah. incredibly
1: well for us. So yeah, for I sure. mean, uh, whether you do this on your own with a spouse, which has mm-hmm. its challenges, or whether or not you partner with someone or someone's, um, you will partner with people that have skills that are complementary to you for sure.
0: Okay. It, it sounds like the way, the more you talk about it, it's you kind of get to the point where you just have to go in and do it.
1: And there, There's no question. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, Tom Corley's third piece is achieving success. Guess what? The only way to ch- ch- achieve success is to take the plunge. It's mm-hmm. to jump in the pool. It's you know, you've had the swimming lessons. Yeah. It's to ride the bike. Okay, and so the sixty-four thousand dollar question is: Well, you know, when am I going to be ready to do that? Well, you know, you need to get people to give you honest assessments. You need to look you know, to see if there's more work you could do around analysis. And then ultimately you have to take a call, you know, can you, can you do this? Like <laughs> I did after 53 deposits, you know, mm-hmm. and there is no guarantee. So as much as you can limit the risk, you limit the risk. But at some point, the only way to succeed is to try. And okay. then, you know, what you find is, once you own a website is you'll fail every day in small ways at things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the old, uh, tropical MBA post about, you know, it takes a thousand days to get there, mm-hmm. you know, or the, you know, the, uh, Malcolm Gladwell, 10,000 hours of mastery, you know, right. I don't know what it is. I, you know, I'm not sure anybody knows what it is, okay. but you know, you know, the more time you do it, that you stay in business, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the closer you get to, to, yeah. you know, becoming a master at it.
0: Okay. Well, I think it's interesting. Cause when you talk about building your first website, you kind of say what caused you to pull the trigger was you kind of shamed yourself into yeah. doing it, but yeah. that's not how you, you trained your kids to ride your bike. You, you and your wife were kind of building their confidence.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're happened. right. I mean, look, yeah. uh, I've, 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 uh, I've analyzed this before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I should have had uh, better coaching, I should have had better, I should have had someone holding me accountable on a five step process to get there. You know, I should have had someone looking over my shoulder. Um, look, I'm really great at, at at analyzing the deals. But I could have done I could have uh, gone behind the, the scenes and looked at things, you know, with someone and had someone task me to do various, there's a lot of different things I could have done better. Um, It would have helped me specifically, Mm -hmm. but may not have helped someone else, or maybe they would have, maybe there are other people just like me. And so kind of one of the things that I like to do is to try to answer those questions for people. So, Okay,
0: great. Well, last time we talked, you told the the story of jumping in for the first time and acquiring your first business. And I think it'd be good to build on that and talk about you know, building your confidence and pushing into your second online business that you acquired and what you learned pushing into that sphere. Yeah.
1: So, so if you recall, the first business was the tuition for what I call the university of the internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was October of 2015. Mm -hmm. We bought the site for $17,000. It was an eight year old site. I was worried because of the tech stuff that I'd lose all my money within the first week. You know, it clearly didn't happen. We found out, wow, we can actually do this. It worked out really well. And so we did it. And then, you know, a month later, there was a site that came for sale that I'd been looking at where it was in a much larger market where we had the opportunity to address, you know, a bigger opportunity. And we took a shot. And and then, then we really got pregnant and got in trouble. I mean, we, we you know, we took a... Um, uh you know we started to play against some very big competitors and compete in a real meaningful you know uh meaningfully competitive market and you know that was a real lesson in humility for a long time because you know every day we would learn you know someone would you know steal our lunch money Mm -hmm. and we'd we'd fail in a small way my wife and i had this you know kind of Mantra that, you know, if we made a mistake or something bad happened, it didn't put us out of business. Guess what? We, we lived to, to play another day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was yeah. it. It okay. was just horrible. I don't wish it upon anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and being part of, you know, our community or other communities or, you know, uh, you know, having someone that you can talk these things through with, you know, just to keep your, 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 your head clear. Um, I, we were lucky we, as you mentioned, we had each other, but, um, uh, you question yourself every day when you're going through that process this is horrible.
0: Right, okay. right. Right. Yeah. So I guess kind of the theme of this episode is you, do you, do you ever know that, you know, that, you know, or do you just, yeah do you just jump well, in and figure it out?
1: You know, I think it depends on your, per- you go back is it's your okay. personality yeah. type, you know, are you okay. the reckless nine-year-old or are you the cautious five-year-old, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and have you done the work you can do? And the best way to judge that is, uh, try to get as much third-party validation. Yeah. Um, you've got expert skills. What are the gaps that you can work on to sharpen those skills? You have expert knowledge. What are the gaps that you can you know, uh, uh, fill to sharpen those skills? What is the framework around how you're going to succeed? Mm-hmm. And how are you going to personally attack that? And then once you've done all that, then you're at the moment of truth. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: And you provide a lot of resources for people along that journey. So, yes, you know, at the
1: retirement rehab community, myretirementrehab.me, the community is full of resources for that. Email me, mm-hmm. Ian Bond at myretirementrehab.me. I'll uh, be happy to answer any questions. Uh, we believe, you know, we have people doing this uh, in the community. And, uh, you know, we're, you know, I'm excited every day to, to help other people. You know, just try to you know, you know, be a uh, an ear to listen to problems and help um, solve problems that I've already seen, you know, a hundred or a thousand times. So
0: okay, well, this was great, Ian. Thank you so much. That was some sure great right. stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was fun. It's it's uh, yeah, yeah. There is no magic formula. Okay, there is no moment of truth there is you know for some people it's easier than for others but i can only tell you that once you once you get there once you taste the success it's it's incredibly uh it's overwhelmingly it's overwhelmingly reinforcing so Mm -hmm. gotta you gotta go for it gotta go okay
0: (laughs) all right thanks Ian. we'll see you in a couple weeks okay ryan that's great man thanks Folks, there you have it. That wraps up my conversation with Ian Bond of the Red Pill Retirement podcast. He shared a ton of valuable insights and advice today on how to move from contemplation to action when considering buying an online business. As always, we'll link up any tools or resources we discussed in the show notes at redpillretirement.com. I hope you enjoyed our conversation and consider subscribing, sharing with a friend, or leaving us a review in your favorite podcast directory. Until next time, best of luck in all that you do, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Red Pill Retirement Podcast.